0: Only 27% of people listen to 10, listen or read to 10 or more books per year.
1: I mean, you gave me an aha moment between learning and growing. And when we, are, when we really apply those three words, we can shift from just learning to, to growing.
0: Or have a conversation with peers and say, here's where I'm trying to grow. Here's one thing that I wanna do. What's a piece of advice you have for me? Or if you were in my shoes and this is where you wanted to grow, what would you do? or false, according to Gallup, 27% of Americans, only 27% of Americans, read or listen to 10 or more books per year.
1: See, you you trying to trip me up with all those numbers, 27%, 10 or more per year.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I'm going to say false. That's very specific.
0: It's true. God dang it. It's true. Only 27% of people read... So this is, like, a printed book, but this is also, like, even, like, audiobooks. Only 27% of people Mm -hmm. listen to 10, listen or read to 10 or more books per year.
1: Yeah. I thought that was kind of low. It is low. It is low. So a book, like, if you, do you consider, like, a podcast series a book?
0: I don't think so. From okay, this so survey just, it looked like it was like it was, it wasn't just a podcast. it was a
1: book. A book. okay Now if you, they
0: turned the book into audio right. format, but it that had it to have been a whole book, not just a podcast episode. So you yeah. don't get credit if you're listening to this podcast right here.
1: I say you do. Right. Well, not part of that statistics.
0: We're here today to talk about <laughs> how we don't want to stop learning and growing. Welcome to another episode of hey, don't do, do that. that. My name is Liz.
1: My name is Tree.
0: Oh, I just forgot what I was going to say, Tree. Well, don't stop. We're not going to stop learning and growing because sometimes you're we going. forget things.
1: You're just, you're just learning.
0: I just, I just learned something. <laughs> We're always growing. Nobody's perfect. Uh-huh. But on the podcast, yes. we explore the little things that nobody tells you that have really big impacts on your motivation, effectiveness, and success.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I got to have a conversation. Yes. With someone last week.
1: Okay.
0: And they were in a leadership development program. They were going through some exercises. One was specific to giving appreciation, right, and uh, showing recognition. Mm-hmm. And someone said, "No, I don't need to do that." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everyone in the group, they, like they said, they were like, it was kind of this moment of. Like, what, what do you mean? And this person said, I don't need to do that. Mm -hmm. I I already do that. I don't need to do it again. Yeah. And oh my gosh, I just was thinking, I'm like, if I were in that room, oh my gosh, I would have, I wanted to just look at that person or I would have told the person like, don't stop growing, don't stop learning. Mm -hmm. Like you don't get to the spot where you say, okay, I know it all. I've done Mm -hmm. it all, I don't need that. Yeah, we always have opportunities to learn and grow. Always,
1: we do. We do, and we we sometimes have to remind ourselves that we're doing that. That we're saying, "Oh, I already know." Mm-hmm. Like you know, I have to remind myself from time to time to like don't have don't have that mindset of like I already know how it's done or how to how to do it. Yeah. So it's it takes effort to remind yourself to have that that growth mm-hmm. mindset. Yeah.
0: Beginner's mind from Zen. It's a Mm -hmm. great concept. Mm -hmm. It's as we show, we we want to show up to everything in life in the way a beginner would. So we want to show up and we want to ask the simple questions. We want to be curious. We want to be engaged. We want to show up with wonder instead of, oh, I've done that before. I already know how to do that. When we show up with that, attitude we might actually realize oh (laughs) maybe i didn't learn something new but maybe i was able to fully understand something that i already know yeah right there's some things that maybe we know but we don't really understand them Mm -hmm. and there's even so much power in those concepts that it's like yeah 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 i know what that means i've done that before but do we really understand the importance do we understand why that thing is so important, or how that's impacting us in our roles now. Like, sometimes it's not about literally learning something new that you've never heard of. Mm-hmm. It's just about understanding at a deeper level what you already know.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's, so what I'm hearing is like the the, the the self-awareness and increase your understanding of something. And what would be the impact when we do that? like.
0: Oh my gosh! When we when we continue to understand those things, we continue to do things differently. Like we're not doing things the same way, and not only are we doing things differently, but we're often doing them better or more effectively.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I think of okay, Dale Carnegie, the Dale Carnegie course. If you've ever taken it, you've no. heard these. There are five drivers for success. Tree. We're gonna ping pong them. <laughs> Self-confidence.
1: Leadership skills.
0: Yep. People skills.
1: Communication skills.
0: And the fifth one is stress Stress and worry. Managing stress and worry. Okay. So these are the five things that we focus on at Dale Carnegie. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of organizations focus on skills similar to these. Yeah. I think these five skills, whenever I'm facilitating, I say, what's the end? How do you know when you got it?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And, you know, people will look at you. And they're like, well, eh, eh. and there isn't one. Like we never get to a spot where we say, you know what? I have yeah. all the leadership skills in the world. Right. Well, why? Because the world is constantly changing. I mean, I think of, of today, how much is changing in organizations? One, just in the way we work, hybrid work versus all in the office or all remote Generative AI. Yeah. All of these things are changing. And so if you thought ten years ago you had leadership, figured out. Well, you <laughs> hadn't been through any of this. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. The same thing with people skills or communication or stress. Like nothing in the people realm has an endpoint where you can say, I'm done. I get to wash my hands You're and right. say, Oh, I'm the best. I've done everything as perfectly as
1: possible. Yeah. And uh we tell people all the time, like, even though you think you know, or you think you already know or anything, are you actually doing that? Oh, right. We, we say like common sense. It's not always the same as common practice, right? That person might says, I, oh, I'm already appreciating people. Well, are you really doing it?
0: Mm-hmm. Or you just
1: have it in your head? Because mm-hmm. survey says there's a gap. This is a gap between what managers think, how often they appreciate their employees versus how the employees actually feel uh-huh. about the appreciates. So they might think they're doing it. Are you really doing it? Is a different question, a different discussion.
0: Okay, so Dale Carnegie's quote knowledge isn't power until it's applied, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, or I think of Zig Ziglar. Zig Ziglar said, How you do anything He's is how you do, do everything. everything.
1: I love that quote.
0: There's a big difference maybe between learning and growing.
1: Tell us the difference.
0: Right? Learning is knowledge. I'm reading the book. I'm watching the video. I've learned that concept, that idea, right? We can learn all of these things, Mm -hmm. but we don't grow Mm. until we do those things. Right. I can yes. learn yes. about how to be a better coach.
1: Yeah. I
0: can learn about good leaders.
1: Yes. But they don't
0: grow as a leader until I yes. say, Hmm, this new thing that I learned, let me try that. Yes. And I, I think one interesting thing is sometimes we grow more or we learn more from failure. Yeah. than from when it works.
1: Okay. Talking about failure. Uh-huh. You probably know this study in Atomic Habits from James Clear, right?
0: Okay, maybe the you tell me which one is. The professor
1: from Florida has two groups, right? One, one group of students, he was told, take a hundred pictures, you get an A. The other group was told, take the perfect picture and you get an A, right? If you take the other group, if you take a hundred, you get an A, 90, 90, you get a B, etc. The other group, you have to take a perfect picture to get an A. And then they turn in the pictures and they found that the group who took 100 pictures produced the best photos hmm. versus the group who was who was asked to take the, the perfect picture, turn in the perfect picture. And that's a reminder of to learn and grow. You got to be not be afraid of failure. Mm-hmm. You got to take many pictures. Don't just take one perfect picture. You got to be willing to take and retake those pictures. Be like, okay, maybe I don't like how I did that and maybe i quote unquote fail at that time i'm gonna try differently and you know practice makes permanent and the more we practice the better we get we don't get better or grow by planning we get better and grow by practicing right and that's just one study to remind us that don't be afraid of failure because that's how you grow
0: it's almost that idea of try and try again very rarely does it happen the first time. And I think often about people who will say to me, you know, if they're saying, Oh, Liz, what would you suggest I do here? Or how can I do this? And then you say something, you ask a question you put something out there and then they say, Oh, I tried that before. Um, I tried that before. It didn't work. Yeah. It's like, well, did you, did you try it one time? And it didn't work. And so then sometimes we write things off we're like, yes. oh, well that didn't work. And like, maybe we squash this opportunity to learn or grow because we said, well, I tried it the first time. I tried it one time and that didn't work.
1: Yeah. When yeah. maybe
0: it's not that it didn't work. It's just that it didn't work yet.
1: Mm-hmm. And so we
0: have to try it again
1: yeah. or try
0: it differently yes. or in with another person or on another team. And it could end up working in the end. But when we just automatically assume, oh, I've, tri- I've done that before. I-, I did that before, it didn't work.
1: Mm-hmm. Can you tell everybody the, the three words you tell us all the time when it comes about trying new skills? <laughs> what are those three words?
0: Consistent, intentional, and proactive. Yes. If we want to grow yes. and we want to learn, those are the three things we have to do. We have to be consistent, Yeah. not just one time, not two times, but many times. We have to be intentional about learning and growing. It's not just like, oh, that happened to work, right? Yeah. We have to be intentional about it and you have to be proactive. You can't sit back and wait, Yes. right? We have to say, okay, I'm going to go make this happen. Yeah,
1: yeah. If we don't
0: have those three, we don't learn, we don't grow.
1: Yeah, and... I mean, you gave me an aha moment between learning and growing. And when we are, when we really apply those three words, we can shift from just learning to, to growing. It's because you're actually going out there and, and doing something, practicing, and that's when you truly grow. And it's 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 so powerful to think of it that way. is because you can learn all you want, but if you don't actually practice, you don't grow, you're not becoming you're not really growing into that that better version of yourself that you're working towards by yeah. just gaining knowledge.
0: And it can probably work both ways, right? Some people are really lucky and they learn and then they grow. And that might shorten that learning curve from, oh, I tried it and it didn't work, right? Maybe we have a better first try. It can also work the other way, right? We can grow and then learn from it. I think of so many leaders and managers who get promoted because they're good at what they do. Hey, it happens. They all of a sudden are forced to grow. Hey, we want you to go give performance feedback. Hey, you're now taking on bigger projects. Maybe we haven't learned those skills, but all of a sudden we're growing. Now, maybe it works, maybe it doesn't work, but because we were just forced to grow, we can then say, oh, this is what I learned. Okay, I had to give coaching and feedback for the first time. What did I just learn? Well, that was not the right way to do it, right? To just show up and say, I didn't like the way you did this and I thought you should have done this. That didn't seem to work very well. Well, I hadn't learned that before, but I learned it then. Sometimes it's like when we're growing, we're learning those lessons along the way. No, it's helpful if we can learn something and then apply it to help us grow. But it can almost work in reverse too. And sometimes we say, Okay, let me just throw myself in this situation to grow. And then I'm gonna say, What did I learn from that? Mm-hmm. It can almost work either way, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, it reminds me of, of that study. You're like, you just gotta take as many pictures yeah. as you can. Get your reps in.
0: And then through the taking the pictures, they probably learned, oh, this looked good, this made it look better, this did not work. Mm-hmm and they're learning at the same time. And probably even learned more than the people who took one perfect picture Mm -hmm. or tried to take one perfect picture.
1: Right. So what are some ways that we can learn and grow?
0: One, I think if we wanna learn, reading is a great way to do it. Read books about good leaders, observe good leaders, listen to those podcasts, watch TED talk, like those are all great ways we can learn. And then in terms of growth, I think one easy strategy is to have a conversation with your leader or have a conversation with peers and say, here's where I'm trying to grow. Here's one thing that I wanna do. What's a piece of advice you have for me? Mm. Or if you were in my shoes and this is where you wanted to grow, what would you do? I think that's probably an easy place for a lot of people to start is to just get someone else to help you, right? And get some ideas for how we can grow. What book would you recommend yes. you could go learn from and then go apply to grow?
1: Yeah, because they say reading to your brain is like exercise to your body. Right? Ooh, I've I mean,
0: never heard that tree. It's it's
1: a good way to think about it. Yeah. Right? You're exercising your brain by by reading. Um so reading yep. and then ask advice from our leaders. I would also add like and you you, you mentioned it like look look to someone who is successful in the role that you want Mm -hmm. those are that's really the person that you you should seek advice from it's like hey you really inspire me i want to be where you are how can i start and then right there it's 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 that's i feel like that's so important to know like what do you want who can help you who is someone in that position that can help you
0: yeah and then
1: ask for that advice
0: so if you're a leader and you are saying, or if you're just listening to this and you say, hmm, I'm interested in this, I wanna learn more about this. There's a great book by Dean Sullivan, and it's called called Who, Not How.
1: Who, Not How.
0: And so he talks about when we wanna grow. A yes. lot of times it's not how am I gonna get there, but who can help me, right? Who's the right person to help me? And so sometimes it is just making yeah. that shift. To, to focus on who,
1: not how. Okay, so that, that makes me think of something. How do we, what are some ideas to foster a culture of learning for, for a team or for an organization? What are some of your ideas?
0: We have, to, we have to one, give people those opportunities and say, hey, this is an opportunity for you to grow. You're sitting in on more client meetings. Mm-hmm. It's an opportunity for you to grow. And I think presenting those opportunities in a low risk scenario, Yeah. right? Don't throw someone into something where it could make or break their career, or if it doesn't go well, they're gonna lose the biggest account. Mm-hmm. But what are some of those small ways where we can, you can start exposing people in your organization to either different roles or different parts of the organization?
1: This is what you say in another episode. I do, we do, you do. Yeah. Right? Watch me do it first, and then maybe we do it together, and let me see you do it. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. To learn and grow.
0: Or even just support their development. I mean, if if we're not asking those questions as leaders, how do we know where people want to grow? So as leaders, we have to ask the question, where do you want to be? What is it that you're loving right now? What are you not loving right now? You could do more of something. What do you want to do more of? Where do you see yourself in the next two, three years? Because leaders, we have to ask those questions.
1: Yes. Because
0: it's not up to us where people grow. Like they get say in it too, if Mm -hmm. we want them to be bought in. So as leaders, it's a simple thing. Just ask the questions.
1: Yeah. And on the flip side of that, I can think of, you know, as employees and then contributors to a team, it's so important to focus on not only planning out the next step think about what are the skill sets that you're trying to build build a portfolio of skill sets that's going to help us make uh, ourselves more capable and also helps to do with like you know if there's changes in in the organization or the the economy and you know job job changes when we have those skills we can tap into depending on the situation it's going to make us more marketable and more yeah. valuable
0: yeah. oh, 100 percent.
1: So say yes to projects that does, that doesn't have directly to do with your work, and see if you can grow in that area.
0: Do you think you're gonna grow in <laughs> trivia today,
1: or do you think you might learn something oh in trivia today? I need some advice.
0: Um, I did tell <laughs> I did tell Tree before we started today. I said this today's trivia is kind of <laughs> tough. Well. So I did preface him with the fact that you know what you might learn some things. And
1: (laughs) this one, this one
0: might be tough, but you know what, Tree? You never know.
1: always growing.
0: Yeah. You never know. You might crush it. Okay. Um, Okay. I will start the timer once I ask the first question. Wow. At 98 years old, Nola Oaks was the oldest recipient of a master's degree from Fort Hayes State University in 2010. Mm -hmm. What did she receive
1: her degree in? In uh, in communications.
0: No. Who is famous for the quote, once you stop learning, you start dying?
1: Oh, Wait, I don't know who says that quote. I should should look it
0: up. Okay. How many self-help books are estimated to be published in the United States each year? 2000s. No. In 1904, which internationally acclaimed author and lecturer was the first deaf-blind person to graduate from college?
1: Helen Keller? Yes. Oh.
0: All right. Every two years, doctors in the state of Missouri, where we live, are required to complete how many hours of continuing medical education to renew their license?
1: 45 hours.
0: You were very close. Doctors have to have 50 hours
1: of continuing medical education. Plus or minus five. I think I got that.
0: I will count. (laughs) We we can count that. Plus or minus five hours. Done. Done. Um, yeah, even doctors have to do it. It's like written in the state law. They have to continue learning and growing 50 hours every year. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine um, if they years. don't do that? Oh my gosh, I don't think you want to go to that
1: doctor. <laughs> you don't.
0: With how much health changes. Uh, yes, you yeah. so are right about Helen Keller in uh, 1904. She graduated college. How many self-help books are published in the United States every year? 10,000. 15,000. That's a really big number. Mm-hmm. And only 27% of people will even read ten. Not even just some self-help books. So I wonder how many just books are published.
1: It's probably 10 times.
0: Oh, it's got to be. Okay, who's famous for the quote, once you stop learning, you start dying? Who says that? Albert Einstein. Right, one of the best scientists in
1: history. Once you stop learning, you start dying.
0: And then uh, Nola, Nola Oakes, 98 years old, got her master's degree in history. I know! It's maybe because she knew so much about history, because she lived so much history.
1: Huh. I wonder if I... okay. Trey's now thinking about what he might want to get a degree in (laughs) when
0: he's 98 years old. When I'm
1: 98 years old. Yeah.
0: So after listening to this episode, think about one place in your life where you want to continue learning or you want to continue growing. Yeah. Don't stop learning or growing. Talk to a manager, find someone else who can help you. Continue learning and growing and you'll continue to improve. We will see you next time on another episode of Hey. Don't do that. Bye everybody. Bye.
1: Thank you so much for listening to the episode. We hope that you found something useful that you can implement into your life immediately. Continue to listen and follow us for more episodes that are thought-provoking and practical. Thank you.